Good morning. Welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Sunday morning, October 31st. I'm Tom Short, so glad to have you along as we get into the Word of God each day. Talk about the Word, pray over the Word, and allow the Word of God to be molding our hearts, our lives, to the glory of God, which is our topic this morning. We like to speak about churches and talk about churches and talk about our worship and pray for our churches each Sunday. I begin this morning with Psalm 66.2, which tells us that in God's temple, everything says glory. In God's temple, we are the temple of God. Our churches, as we meet today, we are the temple of the living God. The Holy Spirit dwells among us. We don't have to go to some special place. We don't have to go to a special city, a special uh Jerusalem, Rome, anywhere else. No, we are the temple of the living God. And in his temple, everything says glory. Psalm 29 verse 9 tells us that we should make God's praise glorious. Make his praise glorious. I can't help but think, as my wife was sharing these verses with me this morning, you know, I'm a football fan. And we, uh, in, in my city here at Ohio State, we get uh, into the big games here in the month of November. And boy, do they know how to make our team glorious. The, the pageantry, the band, the cheerleaders, the flags, the crowd, the traditions, they exalt these players and they exalt this team and we even joke about, I, I joke about this, that stadium being the temple. They even have stained glass windows in there. And so we can mock it or ridicule it or laugh at it or whatever. But they do know how to make something glorious. And I pray our churches would know how to make our God glorious. Of course, we don't make him. We can't make him glorious. But we can declare his glory in a way that's worthy of our God. We can speak of him in ways that are worthy of him. We can, we can be as glorious as we can give him the glory, give him the worship, give him the admiration that he's really worth. Because remember, worship means that we declare the value of God. Worship is declaring what is of great worth, what is of ultimate worth. Worship is not just going through a religious act. Worship is making a declaration that our God, a declaration of whatever is great, and we are declaring that our God is great. He's greater than all other gods. He's greater than all other idols. He's greater than anything else. And we want our worship to be declaring this. You know, you look through uh, on this morning's thumbnail for today's daily word and prayer, I put the the Latin word, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, sole deo gloria. To God alone be the glory. To God alone be the glory. This is how Bach and Handel both signed all of their art or all of their music that they would produce. They would write um, S-D-G, to God alone, sole de gloria. To God alone be the glory. Might that be our heart? Might that be our desire? Might that be how we live our lives? Might that be how our churches 
operate. We were talking, Roz and I were talking this morning about the great cathedrals. And it's easy to be critical of them. So much money was put into these things, so much to, to construct them. And some of them, I know I've been to the one in Cologne, Germany. They took 700 years to build this dome, they call it. And yet they certainly want to make, as, as much as it may or may not have been a proper allocation of funds, who knows? I'm not going to be in judgment of it, but I'm tempted to think that. But certainly what were they doing? Making God's praise glorious. Making God's, the house of God, the center of worship and making it honorable. When we go to Israel, we sing we, uh, at the, right by the pool of Siloam. The healing, excuse me, the healing waters of Bethesda is, is where the church of St. Anne's is one of the oldest churches in Jerusalem. And the acoustics in it are just incredible. And we go in there and, uh, and people sing in there. We sing. We get our group up front and we sing several hymns. Walking out the last time, one of the uh, people, Doug Brinkman, who was on the tour with me, a good friend said, uh, he was just so moved by the singing in that place. He said that's, that made the whole trip worthwhile to sing those songs and praise God in such a glorious, awesome atmosphere where the sound just resounds around us. We were making his praise glorious. Culturally today, in our day and time, many of us Christians, we, we have... Um, you know, the way we've seen God and kind of what's been a movement in the Jesus people uh, revival of the last uh, 40, 50 years or so is to be able to see God in a very personal way, to even see God as friend, to see God as someone who loves us, to focus on how Jesus came near to us, and that rather than God being way out there and unapproachable, that Jesus came near and, and, you know, we think of him as our friend. Some call him our buddy. And this is fine, and this is good, and this is important to understand how, how we can have this genuine personal relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Very, very important. But let, let's, not, let's not lose sight that our God is exalted. As the heavens are above the earth, so our God and his ways are higher than our ways. Certainly, he came near to us in Jesus Christ. But, my goodness, the angels at this very moment, at this moment, the angels are falling in his presence, shouting, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty. The, the 24 elders in Revelation, they'll cast their crowns at his feet and fall down and say, Thou art worthy, O Lord our God, for thou hast created all things. And for thy pleasure they exist and were created. Let's never lose sight of the fact that our God is exalted above all. In heaven, he's exalted, he's on a throne, he's to be worshipped. And might we make his praise glorious. Indeed, I know that places like, you know, our football team have a huge budget. And they've, they get a big fan base in. And they charge a lot of money to go watch a game. And it's all on TV and all. That's the, that is where the world is. But boy, I look forward to the day when somehow we're making God's praise more glorious. 
than they're making for their football team. Wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't that be awesome to be part of that? So I pray that your church, we're going to pray for churches today to make God's praise glorious. Now, by the way, I it, it, that doesn't mean just in you know our production or how we develop things. We make his praise glorious. You can do this in your own life, in your own uh, in, in the temple of your own heart where God reigns, lift him up. Don't be apathetic in praising him. Don't be lukewarm in praising him. Don't be half-hearted in praising him. Make us praise glorious. We do this with our life, don't we? Do we not? In Romans, it says that even though they knew God, they would not honor him or glorify him as God or give thanks, but they became futile in their speculations. Indeed, the greatest way we glorify God is not, it's certainly wonderful when we come together that we make his praise glorious, but probably the greatest way we do it is in our daily lives. Remember Romans 12, 1, that we offer to God our, offer to God our bodies as a living and holy sacrifice. This is our acceptable form of worship. And so probably the, the I believe the greatest way that we make God, to God be the glory, to God alone be the glory is this with our own lives our own attitudes our own words we are praising the lord we're giving thanks to him might we have hearts that overflow with gratitude to the god of gods whom we serve amen let's pray about this father in heaven hallelujah we stir up our souls today to praise god we don't want to be apathetic or lukewarm, or half-hearted in approaching the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Might we never become so comfortable or the, with you that we take you for granted, that we take your grace for granted, that we come to expect your grace, that, it, that we think we've deserved it in any way, or that we become unappreciative of it. Jesus, we bless you. We thank you. We thank, There's never been anyone like you and there never will be. There's never been a, a, another God like you. There's never been anyone who loves as you've loved. There's never been anyone who's, who's, who's as good as you've been. Never been anyone as wise. Father, you are the all-wise God, the immortal God, the almighty God. We bless you. We praise you with all of our heart. We want to make your praise glorious with our own lips, with our song, we want to sing to you with all of our heart. We want to praise you with all of our heart. We stir up ourselves today to, to praise you as you are worthy of. We pray, Father, that we would we, we, we praise and bless you with all of our heart. You are glorious. There's none like you. Never have been, never will be. There's none like our God. You're above all. You always will be. You create, before time was, you existed. You made us all. You sustain us all. We went in rebellion and you've now saved us. You have promised us glorious resurrection to come. We give you praise. We pray, Father, that with our lips, with our heart, with our attitudes, with all that we have today, we'd be overflowing with gratitude with joy, with thankfulness. Father, I pray today for those who are in difficult situations. And I pray you would sustain their faith and help them to be strong and help them to be 
uh, persevering and help them, Lord, to remember that even the trials they're in today, these two will pass. That, that one day they'll look in the rearview mirror and see how you were in control and how you worked that out and how you brought it together for good and how you had a plan and you weren't caught off guard. We pray today, Father, we pray that we would remember this. And I pray that even in our nation and for each of us here, whether it's big things like happening in our country, whether it's personal things happening in our own lives or our families, wherever we are, that we remember that there's nothing we'll face today that you didn't see coming. There's nothing, no problem we'll face today that's bigger than our God. You're bigger than all. You're greater than all. We want to remember today that you have solutions and you'll work things out. You'll, you'll, you will bring it together for the good. And one day we'll look back on every trial, every difficulty, every, every setback, every disappointment, and we'll realize that you had a purpose even in those things. So we praise you. We give you glory. We pray today for our churches that we'd be making your praise glorious. We pray our congregations would stir themselves up to praise the Lord. Not half-hearted worship, not lukewarm worship. Help us, Lord, to sing robustly, to sing from our heart, to give you praise, and to consider what we're singing and to mean it with all of our heart. We love you. We bless you. You're a good, good God. You inspire us, Father. You lift us up. You, you give us hope. We thank you. Oh, Lord, we pray today. We, so many, if they only knew what they're missing. If they only knew what they're missing. So many people, Lord, are in, in change to sin. So many people, Lord, are lost. So many people, Lord, are bearing burdens they don't need to be bearing. So many people, Lord, are, are, are hurting in ways that you would have healing. Lord, the wages of sin is death. Satan is a cruel master. He promises life, leads him on that broad path to destruction. Father, we pray today for your gospel to go forth. We pray today for more and more people to find true salvation in Jesus Christ. How we pray for it. We pray for people, our loved ones, Lord, who don't know you. How we pray they would find you in a real way and know what real freedom is like, what true inner joy is like, what it's like to know the living God. Help us to always be exhibiting that and to be looking for opportunities to be sharing that truth and that path with others who may be seeking. We bless you today. We love you. We look forward to what you have planned for us today as we seek to make your praise glorious to God alone be the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. You have a great day in church today. I hope you can attend. I hope your church will inspire you. I hope you'll come out a better person. That's what I hope for this time each day. We're here every day. And I pray that those who come here day after day, they leave better people. And if you're here day after day, week after week, month after month, I am trusting God. You're going to be a better person than had you not been here. You know, God knows, sees the choices we make. God knows what we could do. There's, I think we're here on YouTube. There's all kinds of stuff on YouTube that's funny, entertaining. You could be watching that, but instead you're choosing to be here and listen to the Word of God and to pray the Word of God into our lives. God sees that. 
I believe God's going to reward that and honor that. And I believe you keep coming back. God's making you a better person. So I hope you'll be here day by day. I'm here every day. And I hope you share with your friends and tell them about this. And encourage them to be in the Word with us every day. So until tomorrow, I'll, uh, you have a blessed day. This is, the, this is the Lord's day. So give Him this day. Make His praise glorious. Amen. Amen. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. Bye-bye.